up, though, my Gs? It is BKA Watts, one half of the Blurs and Clips podcast, right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network. As usual, as always, delivering a flawless, repetitious intro, excited for the day ahead, prepped for a fire show with my partner in crime. So I was so <clears throat> about to interrupt your ass again and hit you with the, what up, my Gs? It's the award-winning Vigatron, and I'm right here with Blurs and Clips, where you get all of that fire, fire, blurring and the clip walking that we do, and I'm right here with my partner, BKA motherfucking Watts, because that's what the fuck he does, but he does his repetitious intro, and I wanted to interrupt that, but I said, no, I'm not going to steal his thunder and be a dick, so I just laughed it off and kept moving. So here we are today, 20 years since the tragic events of September 11th, uh, we're going to do a show completely dedicated to all of the movies and TV shows that had something to do with 9-11. Now, if you didn't come here for that, you came to the right place because, of course, we're not doing that. No, so, we're absolutely not so, doing yeah, that. Real. Well, <clears throat> you, know, you know, maybe you should be Rich, doing the intros sometimes. I could, but again, I don't want to fuck with your fire. Then, nigga, it ain't like I can't. You just gotta let we, me know. We know I'm fucking capable, but again, I, absolutely. I'll let you, I'll let you, do you, your you just gotta let your boy know that I you want to do the intro. Do your motherfucking thing. I don't necessarily want to do the intro, but it's not like I'm not capable. So I mean, you know, y'all know what it is, man. Blurs and clips are TV, movie, video game, and whatever the hell else we feel like talking about podcast because it's our goddamn show right here. You can tap in with us live every Saturday when we do the podcast streaming on Facebook and Twitch, even YouTube. Twitch is the one that we want to get y'all to come to, though, player. Why do you ask? Because because here you can interact with us, talk to us. You can even subscribe and help support the channel monetarily. You can just straight up pay us or you can subscribe if you are an Amazon Prime member because they will actually cover your fee for the free and we still get paid. Support the channel one way or the other. Or you can just wait and listen to us on your streaming services wherever you get podcasts fed into your ear portals. That's cool. And of course, that drops every Sunday. Otherwise, as usual, we got a dope show lined up. And as usual, I'm lying. I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. But we know what we're talking about and we be enjoying this shit. And Y'all as usual, this shit too. Yeah, and as usual, I have the same question. We get paid? Nigga, we can if niggas subscribe. Oh, I just wanted to see it counting. Okay. So we good. <clears throat> I'll show you. I'll, yeah. show, I'll show you the account. No, nigga, I don't, don't want to see it, nigga. Send me the Excel file to my email, and we'll talk after. So, um, for sure. Yeah. Vic, I am, for the first time in 22 episodes now, I'm not going to ask you how your week was. Thank you for learning. That's it. Adapting. But I'm going to tell y'all about mine, though. Nigga, what's popping out here in these streets? Uh, in all actuality, not too much happened. Daughter went to school. Had a little bit of quiet in the house during the day. How about it? Had a couple of meetings. We are going to stay here. I'm going to let y'all know this now. <laughs> we are going to stay here, but we are opening Pro 3 ENT Studios. And once we do, some of the other shows on the network will be moving and broadcasting from there. And there will be more content coming from us. And we are also prepped to, with that being said, having the studio open, allow for more users, more content to be created and people to be able to come to us and allow you a space that you can get your production on. Start your own podcast if that's something that you're interested in. Come fuck with us over at Pro 3 NT Studios. I know how much these other cats is charging. We ain't charging that much by comparison because we don't have to. Because fuck it. And also because 
I like running niggas up out of shit when I step into it and bogard my way into the space. So we're going to do that shit. And y'all should come rock with us, man. Y'all hear how we sound. Y'all see how the video look. Same quality. We offering that. You know what I'm saying? So just pull up on your boy. And I had meetings to establish and, and pretty much finalize that situation this week, which was really dope. That was really the biggest thing that happened. Also, got to see Tony Baker last night at the Improv, which was pretty fly. And for the second time, seeing him live, that nigga's funny. And he had 100% new jokes. Like, nothing was the same shit, which was great. At least not from last year. I've heard yeah. him <clears throat> tell some of those jokes from last night, but that's only because of me watching uh, clips from the uh, Keep Your Distance comedy. For sure, for sure. Stuff. It's basically the stuff about the all of the, the playground shit from the kids in the 80s shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, yeah. but no, but like, yeah, but I still laughed the hardest during part of that bit, so... Yeah. Um, that was definitely funny, but the the killer in the backseat portion. Yeah, and I, I almost feel like I've heard him do that before too, but not as elaborated as he did. Maybe no, last not night. like that. I done definitely heard the nigga, but like nigga, like. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, now I'm having flashbacks about yeah. What, what's with funny the exception about of all the, with the exception of all of the, well, like. You know, like, really, really cram was the only, like, catchphrase for real. That and, like, humbly, <laughs> humbly, you know what I'm saying? Like, for the most part, he, he like, had jokes and portions that incorporated, like, all the catchphrases and shit. And what I was, what I was coming to realize, I think, now, granted, this is a long time, bro, but I'm really thinking about it. And in a short time, Especially, I feel like it might be safe to say that Tony Baker is the most quotable comedian ever, bro. He has so many fucking catchphrases and shit across all the shit that he does that have made their way into like the the lexicon in general. It's a pretty bold statement. I'm not about to argue that, but I think uh, context is important, especially being that most of his catchphrases are his internet content based. So I don't know, but that's, but that's that. what I'm saying. And that's the thing. I, I, there hasn't been another comedian who is in that same space that way. But yeah, in, in that way from that wave of people that are, you know, really getting big off of internet and then also expand out to doing other stuff. I mean, sure. But I mean, it's just like, generally speaking, just, Making the sweeping indictment? Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, what I'm saying is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm thinking like, who has more, like, who has more of these like phrases and quotables than he does? I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, like niggas have niggas have like funny shit in their standups that niggas be like, man, that one part was crazy, but like not like a quotable phrase that if you say it and the way he say it, niggas automatically recognize that as like a Tony Baker thing. Like robust, nobody like well, nigga true, like. It. But I mean, and again, it's still internet based, so I don't want to compare that. Nor that, nor am I about to put a, a ton of thought into that. But for the space that he's in, absolutely, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, generally speaking, across the board, I don't know about that. But anyway, I had to think about it more. 
That's what I'm saying. But, you know, I don't think now is the time. <laughs> That's what I feel I'm it. saying. I feel it. But that was dope. And as y'all can see, I am wearing my bakery shirt that I got last night. The black and whites is for the live shows only. You know what I'm saying? So we out here. Yeah, and I would have wore my bakery shirt too, but they don't make them for fat niggas. And with that being said, you got to get the rubbing alcohol so you can fit into the one that you did buy. No, just, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Well, not too much came out this week, so there wasn't really that much to goddamn watch. Shang-Chi Lightweight got the box office locked down until Halloween comes out for real. So there isn't really too much in that space. Uh, I did go back and see it again. I also went and saw Candyman again to make sure I wasn't wrong. And I also wasn't wrong about Shang-Chi. It was good. It, I mean, it, it had it does have a, a, a lower point in the middle on a repeat viewing because you know where the action and the activity is. But that doesn't change the fact that, like, I feel like everything that we got in the story was necessary. So it was pretty dope. Shang-Chi actually just low-key set up the next couple things coming out for real when it comes to to movie releases because it just did psycho numbers so we we did get a chance since we talked about it last week the fact that it it was projecting to do 75 million for the opening weekend it did and with that it also did 90 with the holiday so it, it did 90 million opening weekend which is super crazy and it's prepped to do the lowest first to second weekend drop of any Marvel movie ever which currently Black Panther holds at like 45% Asian Black Panther <laughs> right this is definitely Asian Black Panther so you know that's cool or whatever <laughs> but I think I think that's dope that's good because now Eternals they made the announcement is going to be exclusively theatrical so no Disney plus same day shit uh, $30 premium they're not doing that and I mean as of right now it looks like we're gonna get a lot more of that going forward the studios are confident that they can put these bitches out and people gonna go to the theater okay I mean shit even we going back to the theater now so nigga even you going back to the theater now yeah but I'm going back to the theater cause ain't no fucking body there <laughs> so it's perfect that's true perfect perfect <laughs> You're a win. But I mean, the thing is, so like we've never been in the conversation for real. We're a film city from the from the perspective of niggas that come here and shoot their movies. But we're not a heavy movie going city, though. And I think that's kind of fortunate for us because we do get to go to the theater and experience these shits without like massive crowds and shit. I guess that's what it is because I, I don't know from anybody else's experience but because all I hear is other niggas bitch about other niggas being at the movie and ruining their experience or at least their fear of and I'm like I don't know what the fuck you talking about I'm there ain't nobody there that's what I'm saying but like bro and and, and I don't go and I don't just go to the movies on like a Wednesday <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. like nigga like I'm going to the movies on Thursday night for premiere screenings the first time is available or Friday which is fucking Friday because I'm trying to see that shit as soon as possible rather that be to review it or avoid spoilers or whatever the case but I'm not waiting when I go see some shit I go see some shit 
at the times when the theater typically you would expect to be smacked out. So I don't really know what niggas could possibly be talking about because since the pandemic and since the theater is reopening, I have legitimately only been in one packed theater. I haven't been in any, but again, and it wasn't even packed. Right, it was just the most packed since the pandemic that I've seen, which yeah. was the Candyman screening. Which I could say, like I said, it might have been like, it might have been like fifty people in that bitch, in mm. like a two hundred seater though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it was. I was like, yo, I just like with a lot of heads standing up right now. So I mean, but yeah, that is still small in comparison to but what I mean, shit even yeah. used to be. Right, but I mean, yeah, other than going to, you know, the big premiere nights for Marvel shit on Thursday, so yeah, that's about the, well, I ain't just gonna say Marvel, just say the bigger superhero movie shit especially would be the thing, so that would be the most, but then outside of that though, yeah, when I go to the movies, I generally only am going to premiere nights or I like going in the morning or the afternoon, just like I like my sex. (laughs) For sure. Anyway. But like, so, so the th- like the first Shang Chi screening that nigga saw. For this is the thing, the bitch just made ninety million in four days, so which is the highest or one of the highest? Like it's like the top three highest opening weekends since the pandemic, right? And the reason that I'm saying that this is not we clearly are not a large film city because I went on a weekend prime time. Showtime, and there was like ten people in that bitch. Niggas is at the club, <laughs> right? So, looking at the numbers, ninety million says a bunch of motherfuckers went to this shit. But looking at both of my screenings, I don't think there was more than fifteen people in either one of the two screenings. Less Asians. It is less Asians here. Asian Black Panther. There are definitely less Asians here. Yeah, and uh, Jerry gonna try to say it. he loves when the theaters be packed, especially for Marvel movies. It's like, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get like, it. I get it. I Infinity get it. War and Endgame was a was yes. both an experience in yes. the theater. And besides that, because of the fact that that's Thursday night shit anyway, or even when it's like premiere weekend, because I did see it on that Friday too, especially when we saw Endgame, because all of that, those people are there to see the movie and not ruin the shit and be talking through it and all kinds of dumb shit. Yeah, that's different. Right, so you have a like-minded experience of people that are coming to actually see the movie and not being like, "Well, I ain't got shit else to do. I'm gonna kick it." You know, I low, I low key feel like the that. Thursday. I feel like the Thursday night audience is the best crowd always, because those is niggas who legit. Yeah, like, they legit like yeah. They like nigga. I'm coming here the first to see this shit tonight, nigga. Right. That ain't that ain't like Thursday night is not casual fan. Right. Night. Not, at, not. All. So not at all. So I don't be worried about the Thursday night crowd. Friday or Saturday probably be some fuckery. Right. But the Thursday night crowd, yeah. Like I feel like the rest of the weekend, you might get a little blend. Come on, y'all. I'm going to take y'all to see this movie. Y'all better not ask me for nothing else. You know what? Let me stop. <laughs> y'all all going to spread a small popcorn. Let me stop disrespecting my black women. My black queens. Okay. Anyway. Yo. So. Black queen porn. Oh, First no, of all, anyway. if that's a category, I will, I will be finding out. But <laughs> it's just <laughs> you know called saying? ebony. No, nah, I ain't trying to hear that. It's definitely something probably called black queen porn. I'm gonna open up the phone. It's going, and then it's gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> had to find an opportunity. Had to find an opportunity. There we go. Yeah, nigga, new button on the soundboard. Y'all know what it is. But uh, yeah, so I definitely had a conversation with uh, with a woman uh, a couple days ago. 
And she definitely asked me to not refer to her as queen as it is highly disrespectful. And I am lost. <laughs> In 2021, I, I was like, what? Well, I'm not on that shit anyway, just because of the whole thing of, you know, your ancestors were queens and kings. Uh, not all of y'all. Yeah, you know I ain't. You know I don't subscribe to that shit at so, all. So like, I don't get that as far as it is. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's her personal shit. I don't know. I mean, I guess the you know a lot of women get too tired of all this. You know, you know. Good morning, Queen, Grand Risings, my Nubian Queen, and they inbox and shit like I'm not that. Doing so none of that shit. I be doing that shit. <laughs> I, ironically, I don't not, give not a fuck. for real. I don't like what is grand about this rising right now. I'm no, tired. I send that to to women that I know that hate that shit just because I'm being ironic. I feel you, but no. Damn, niggas are ruined queen though. You know what I'm well, saying? I don't. I don't. You know, I don't blame her at all. I blame you niggas that somehow found a way to turn queen on his head. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. That's all I got. Man, I was saying, I got nothing. I'm, nigga, so I'm just I I, nigga lostness. That's all I had for him out here in right. these streets. Nah, so <clears throat> like I said, hopefully we get everything else. They moved Venom back to uh, mid October, and then after seeing uh, positive results at the box office, have slated back up to October first. It only has a week now between it and Halloween, but fuck it, I definitely want Venom sooner than later. Yeah, why not? Runtime got announced at 90 minutes. Rating got announced at PG-13, finally. So, I mean, fuck it. The first one was PG-13. I'm not tripping about that. Right. Granted, Carnage is hella not PG-13, but I mean, like, it just means don't overdo it with the guts and the gore aspect of it, but he could still be fucking niggas up and crazy as shit. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah. I mean, that's like the next, that's the next thing I'm anticipating. Uh, Halloween, I had high on my list of, of like anticipated joints, but the early reviews are starting to come out and they are not good. It's sitting at like 50-ish percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Right Halloween now. movie night getting the greatest of reviews. <gasps> I know, right? But the last one actually did well, though. The last one. Out of how many watts? No, I'm saying the 2018. No, no, my point is, how many Halloween movies out of out of fucking 59 of them have glaring reviews? No, you're right. That's because I, that's I think point. like most niggas, most niggas like either the first one or the second one, low key like the most. Right. And the second one got like 30 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, right? So and only 60 percent audience. But that's that's my whole point is that most horror movies are not critically acclaimed so what fucking difference does it make that's a niche market that people that like that shit are going to see it it's just like motherfuckers talking shit about professional wrestling you yeah. can't talk shit about professional wrestling unless you're into it because motherfuckers that are into it they're into it they don't give a fuck about what you think right so but like that's yeah, I don't know like it's just something about specifically that cause like when it comes to movies literally nothing is real because these are people pretending to be other people. My nigga, like, unless you're watching a doc, this is all fake. But somehow, some way, like, wrestling bothers niggas so bad when they discover that it's fake. And then it's just like, their mission in life becomes to, like, tell niggas who are still wrestling fans that it's fake. 
Yeah, but I mean, even documentaries to a certain degree may not be wholly real depending on, you know, how it's being narrated or who's narrating it. There's, right. There's only one genre for a fact that I know is always 100% real. <laughs> uh, yeah. You talking about when the pizza delivery guy shows up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he put his thingy in in the whatchamacallit in, yeah. in the roast beef sandwich. Yeah. And then squirts horseradish sauce after. Yeah, that's that's real as fuck. Yeah, you saw that? He was a real he really worked for Domino's. It was a thing. For a fact. He absolutely worked for Domino's. And she was completely a lonely housewife. Like I said, man, the the Halloween, I still I I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still going to see that bitch first day. But that so Venom. Halloween and Eternals are the next couple joints up. I'm only, I, I can't even really say I'm super anticipating Eternals. It's just another, it's another Marvel movie. So I'm looking forward to that to continue our ultra long story. But I don't fucking, I don't know. Like the, the first trailer was weak as fuck. The second trailer was like, oh, this is, this is much better. It's still not great, but it's much better than that first shit. And I'm like, all right, whatever. After having super non-existent expectations for fucking Shang-Chi and then that shit turned out to be fucking great, I that does kind of raise my expectations because every insider that exists is all talking about how, like, the, the inside buzz is that Eternals is fucking great for real, like fire. That's cool, but I definitely want to see Venom more than I want to see that shit. I definitely want to see Halloween more than I want to see that shit. I definitely want to see John Wick 4 more than I want to see that shit. And I definitely want to see Matrix more than I want to see that shit after the trailer dropped. Oh, I thought that trailer was John Wick 4. That's the I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of shitting on it. But anyway, no, we'll, no, no. We'll, we'll it, get to that. It, it, it was anyway. perhaps because of the fact that he pretty much shot them bitches back to back. Right. And said, yeah, and had I, to have the look in my fucking ear. Yeah. Right. Like, no, nah, I'm not. No. Uh, eat a dick. Yeah. He was like, he was like, Keanu. He was like, eat a dick respectfully. <laughs> right. Neo is going to look like John Wick. <laughs> okay. That is the. So that's the thing. Well, they, they could have CG that shit off. They could have. Yeah. Then that nigga would have been Henry Cavill up. <laughs> Warner Brothers ain't got no fucking track record with the with the with the fucking facial effects, nigga. They gotta chill out. I think I think there's only one of the two Wachowskis doing this joint though. After the first Matrix, niggas all for the most part agreed to them that the second two the third, uh, the second and third were major steps down from the first one. They gave us Speed Racer. They gave us Jupiter Ascending. They gave us Cloud Atlas. And I want to say one more really horrible fucking movie since then. So I cannot be hype for this low key. Because out of like Six fucking films and gave us one fire one. Yeah, but tell America that, nigga. Like, you know, I'm all fuckers who so hyped about you yeah, and Matrix 4. And I'm just like, nigga, the last two movies were not great. Why do you want this? But okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, 
The trailer is dope though. But that's the whole fucking point. You know what was also dope? The the trailer for Suicide Squad. Mm, this is true. Shut your ass up. For the first one, for <laughs> that's Suicide what I, no, Squad. No, that's that's why I said with I said fucking, it right. With the Queen? Yeah, I said it right. Yeah, 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 yeah no. <laughs> the, the crazy thing about it is the trailer for Suicide Squad was better than any trailer for The Suicide Squad. Right. Even though The Suicide Squad was much better than Suicide Squad. Right, but that's my whole point is that And that's what I'm saying. That's the whole <laughs> fucking point of the trailer is to be dope. To make you to convince you to watch the fucking movie, yeah. But I mean, yes, and but that's why I don't put so much faith in any of that because I'm still going by your actual movie. Like, fuck out the trailer looks. The trailer could look great. I'm not getting pumped until I actually see the movie itself. Because again, the opposite of what you said that led up to all this shit. You don't give a fuck about Shang Chi trailer. You don't give a fuck about Eternals trailer. And I've learned from Marvel a long time ago to just shut the fuck up until I see the movie. Yeah. So everything it needs to earn its right based on what's there. Only time I get halfway pumped about a trailer if it's already based on some shit I already liked and they were successful. That's like watching um, Spider-Man trailer. A Spider-Man trailer is different because you already know you co-sign for it in some way, shape, or form the other two movies. So if they're doing a third one, then you're like, okay, I have more to expect from here because I like what I saw previously. True. But if you have nothing to go on or if they didn't do well, you're like, yeah, I will see. Because I wouldn't say that I was overly pumped about Winter Soldier trailer at the time when it came. It was more like I Captain America for me was OK, but it was like, all right. So he's chasing Bucky and getting the shield thrown back at him. It's like, yeah, I ain't that pumped about this, but, you know, we'll see how it works. And that part how of the trailer did, was hard as fuck. Though. How did it turn out? Great. <laughs> so exactly. But yeah, like I said, but that moment in the trailer is what made me actually want to go see the shit. I was like, okay, who is this nigga with the metal arm? But how did you not know who that nigga was? You know, and maybe I take it for granted just in the me being, I guess, more of the comic book guy in some degree. Yeah, yeah. No, not even to some degree. Like completely. I, I didn't start to get into... Man, bro, it's it's crazy because it's like my life was so fucking awkward up to the point where I would say probably around 2000. I was not into a lot of shit that I am into today. Oh, like, bro, like no bullshit. When I was like 10, if you put 30 rocks in front of me, I could identify which which kind each one was. Facts. So I was like, nigga, I was like that kind of nerd, my nigga. Like I knew, I knew different classes of insects. I knew fucking, I want to, there was a point where I really, really wanted to be a paleontologist to be completely honest with you. And like, I was super interested in everything, dinosaurs and fossils and shit like that. So I eventually grew out of those things and started to get into like nigga shit at some point. And, and then also like other classes of nerd shit, but it all happened around like 2000. Wow. Like going into high school for real was when all of that shit really like kind of switched up. So I didn't really start listening to rap 
and going back and learning and studying rap and shit like that until like 2000. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to do it to you, but I gotta get this off. <laughs> oh shit. Jurassic Mark. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. Nigga <laughs> got tears in my eyes. I wasn't gonna let you let that one down. Nigga. This nigga wanted to be a paleontologist. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn. <sighs> you eat a dick, nigga. You oh, eat shit. a dick. Oh, shit. That's fucking comedy gold. Oh, God damn. Oh, wee. God damn. Ah, oh, shit. And it's only fucked up because I was just drawing a blank on trying to remember fucking Sam Neill's character's name. And I'm like, yeah, doctor, 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 what? And I'm like, oh, shit, it's right there in front of me. It's not just, yeah, you had to catch that one. Sorry for that stray, but you had to catch that shit. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, like I said, everybody has their transition, but I actually, like, I've been into the same shit since I was a kid. Like, I've read... Like, even, even my mom's had me a fucking subscription of for Spider-Man and shit back when I was, like, four. So I've had those comics since then, and obviously I was into Star Wars and shit like that. So it's just always been that always consistently through. Like, I didn't really switch up too much on shit, so I get it. But, yeah. Goddamn. That that has every potential to be a clip, I just want to say. <laughs> All right. That's cool. Just go. That's gonna be it. That's gonna be a clip. Yep. Oh my god. This nigga stuck. (laughs) Got me again. Oh shit. Oh man. Nigga stole my intro a couple weeks ago and (laughs) And then this one. I I I'm never gonna recover from this. Well shit. Nigga goddamn. I wanted to do some nerdy shit. All right. I don't I don't fucking know, bro. That's just just what a nigga wanted to do, bro. I don't know. I was I was and there's, a different there's kid. nothing wrong I with know, that. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, but I was a different kid, bro. I was definitely a different kid. Like, nigga played basketball, nigga fought, did all kind of other shit. But, like, when it came to, like, learning shit, that was, like, right. my shit. I was a learning-ass nigga. And I was the complete opposite. All I wanted to do was have those opportunities in English or whatever the fuck where we got to do creative writing. That's all the fuck I wanted to do. I was just using my imagination. Whatever I could write out or imagine was being a film or some shit like that. That's all the fuck I wanted to do. Trust me, I get it. And I used to draw back in elementary school. And of course, I'm nowhere fucking near, anywhere near what you are now. Nowhere near. Nigga, back then, I'm nowhere near fucking what I was by comparison from then to now. Well, niggas used to think I was shit just because I could draw Voltron. Nigga, that's fire. But it wasn't nothing special. It was just basically, you know, just standing for it. It wasn't like he was posing and no shit, but I just had an eye of being able to get the basis of how to fuck Voltron with the lion's look, and I could draw the shit, and nobody else really did in class. So it was like, oh, yeah, you could draw. And it's like if I had a basis of how shit looked rather than, you know, how uh, kids normally draw shit where it'd be like a fucking a car that looked like a goddamn school bus with huge-ass wheels and shit. Like, my proportions were not off like that, so it just seemed like... I was that much better, but I, I never fine-tuned any of that shit to use it for anything going forward. No, nah, I, I, I dig it. I mean, shit, bro. Look, I, I definitely stopped at a point, too. 
But <clears throat> yeah, by the end, the nigga was twenty something, and you know, neither right. here nor there. Fuck all that. But y'all want to hear us talk about movies and such? They want to hear this shit too. Yeah, probably, probably. But like I said, the Wachowskis don't have the track record for me to be hyped for this. But the trailer is definitely dope. I have moved past the point of shitting on them for not bringing back Lawrence Fishburne once I realized that whatever story is about to be told here is from the perspective of the young versions of all those characters, but not John. I mean, not John, but not a Neo or Trinity. They appear to have continued to fucking age on while we're getting young Morpheus. The young oh, Oracle. So that is supposed to be Morpheus. Too. He is okay. Morpheus, yes. Oh. So he's he's Morpheus. There's the shot of the one black girl in the trailer that has the glasses. She's the young Oracle. Oh. And the white guy towards the end is the young Merovingian. Oh. So we're seeing all those major players young. So the only the only thought at this point is that it's that the Matrix has essentially rebooted and we're getting Neo injected into the story at an earlier point. Well, <clears throat> the Wachowski sisters ain't got the balls to do young versions of Tank and Dozer. Oh, you know what? I didn't think about what I said there. That was a double entendre, unintentional. About them not having I the thought balls. that was completely intentional. No, it was not intentional, but you know, these jokes. Because they definitely got rid of the balls a while back. <laughs> these jokes just write themselves. But no, just saying that that's how that's how petty they could have been to put in a young version of uh, what, what the fuck, Tank, just to piss off Marcus Chong. For sure. <laughs> After he was suing them niggas and everything. But anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, the trailer's good. I was going to go see it regardless. Right. I'm going to go see it regardless, you know, even if the trailer was shitty, but I just, I, I still have to look at, like I said, the track record to keep my expectations under control going into this joint. But we still have not seen anything for John Wick 4 yet. Well, we don't need to. I fucking said this with almost two years ago when niggas kept talking that shit. I'm like, they're not coming out on the same day, so... I don't know why the fuck y'all even worried about that. So no, 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 I know, but I'm just saying in general, as we have gotten now to fucking mid September, no trailer, no rumblings, no nothing. But no, but I'm saying that that way of saying you don't really need it. If they got Matrix coming, just focus on one thing at a time. So when the Matrix is coming, gone, then worry about your John Wick trailer. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to figure out where the fuck uh, I got. I got to look at it and see what the new date, what the new release date is. Well, even even so, we knew goddamn well they were not coming out on the same weekend. Like nah. all these dumb motherfuckers thought it was going to happen. So and I'm just who, focused on one thing at a time. Who produces John Wick? Well, it ain't Warner. I'm trying to think. No, no, it's um, not. Because I was talking to somebody and they was like, yeah, man, it's crazy because you see he looked like John Wick, man. And I think that they're in the same universe and they're going to try to infuse the two. And I'm like, they are. Hey, shut your dumb ass Different up. companies, that? production studios entirely. There's no fucking way that that shit is going to happen. At all. It's it's Lionsgate. I knew it was shit. Lionsgate. Okay, that's right. what I thought. I thought it was Lionsgate. But, hold on, who owns Lionsgate? Yeah, I don't know. Some, I think some, Lions, some white men? Or, I think, oh, absolutely. Or some foreigners? <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Lionsgate uh, some has white a, foreigners? Parents, uh, has a parent company. I don't fucking know. I don't feel like looking up, even though I keep clicking on Lionsgate.com and Lionsgate this and Lionsgate that. It's like, man, I don't give a fuck. 
I mean, since I've okay. been there. No, no, no. Lions, Lionsgate is is the company. Okay. Well, yeah. So. Perfect. Because the Alliance Gate has uh, subsidiaries under it. Okay, that's cool. Like Twisted Pictures and shit like that. <clears throat> yeah, I was just making sure. Because, like, I mean, if they, if they were a subsidiary, mm-hmm. then, you know, I guess possibilities. But, nah. I, like I said, I, th- I, think the, I think the John Wick look of Neo in the new Matrix is based on Keanu going, nah, I'm not cutting my fucking hair or my goatee off. Y'all niggas out of here. Oh, I'm yeah, we be. sure. Like I said, that's, that's too much conflict and he's too big of a star. It's like, y'all can deal with it. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Y'all already ain't bringing back my nigga Larry. Yeah, that's real disrespectful to Larry. All disrespect. Crazy. Uh, shit, uh, nigga, you saw Free Guy. What you think, man? Shit was cool. It's 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 unique in certain ways. It's generic in a lot of other ways. And just being more of a gamer, I get it. And I'm like more, like I'm, I'm seeing the jokes there and, I, and I'm totally getting it and everything. But I wasn't overly enthused by that. Because I guess it's somebody that if, let's say for instance, if a lot of that, a lot of that material hadn't already been treaded over before with a lot of the in-game jokes and things like that, say by like a Wrecked Ralph or, you know, any of the Wreck-It Ralph movies or anything else that's been around for the last 10 years or fucking a Scott Pilgrim. Had they not covered a lot of those things, I think a lot of that movie would have been a lot fresher in its presentation. And then even with them still borrowing certain things and certain um, tropes from other movies, it's fully enjoyable. At least I finally got to see why it's very much a fucking Disney movie under the, you know, the Sony banner. I mean, uh, not Sony, but 20th Century Fox banner since they bought Fox. It makes sense of why they were doing all of that cross promotion once I actually saw it without spoiling anything in the movie. For those of you who hadn't seen it, because there's there's a few little Easter eggs in there that really make it some things I didn't really see coming that were enjoyable in that regard. But it's it's very obvious as to why it was, you know. Disney influence um, in certain yeah, ways. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I just absolutely 100% didn't see it coming. Yeah, I definitely didn't see it coming. it was like, it was done pretty much for the most part. So clearly they like did some like reshooting and some retooling to just, to be able to like further incorporate that shit in because the movie was already prepped, planned, shot, pretty much done, you know, like before the Fox acquisition. Oh, which is why it still came out under the Fox banner because it was a, right. it was Fox put that in motion. So, because this shit was supposed to come out last year, right? So, yeah, I just I don't know. Like I, so I just completely didn't see what they did coming because I didn't. You know, it was like, oh, there's no reason for that to even happen. There was reason <laughs> when you see it. It's like ah, because of, you know, you know, dopeness or whatever, but. I didn't see that shit coming at all. I just didn't expect it, should I say. Right. So, you know, I like I said, I enjoyed it. I'm happy that they're going to do a second one because I want to know where else they can go with it. But see, it's not like a fucking... It wasn't like mind-blowing by any means. But that shit was definitely good. But that's why I said it's enjoyable. But see, that's the... You said the exact thing about why I'm on the opposite side of that when you say, yeah... They're going to do a sequel. I want to see where they go with this. As far as I'm concerned, everything doesn't require a like, yeah, let's see where we can go with this because you kind of resolved it in a way where it's like. They did, though. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? Now you're just thinking of shit. 
at this point. And that that's my whole thing is that you force some shit just like coming to America should have never happened because you already resolved it. Like, nigga, like, what are you doing? So, again, I like it enough, but that's almost like in the same way as saying Wreck-It Ralph. They did, you know, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I get it. I kind of watched it. In fact, I had it on like some, some like maybe a month or so ago playing in the background. And I mean, you can do a little bit more with it. I don't know. Like I said, it was enjoyable enough where Free Guy is the type of movie where, yeah, it could be background noise or you can just watch it just to be entertained for that time being or whatever. I mean, I guess it was probably a little bit more worth it me seeing it in the theater also since you didn't have a choice. But I mean, you know, it's it's not that you have to break your neck to see it at the theater, but it's enjoyable. Like I said, there are a lot of people who probably like it way more than me, but it's definitely worth the viewing. I if agree. you like that kind of thing. I thought the joint was dope. It is one of them situations where I feel like they may have had something in the tuck to ex- to expand on it and go into another joint. So, you know, just because they just because they said let's do it, don't mean they're gonna come up with a fire enough idea to actually pull it off. But because money, more than likely, it will happen, and hopefully, with somebody like Ryan involved, it will. You know, he. I feel like he'll play. I feel like he'll play enough quality control at this point. I feel like he's careful enough with his shit at this point in his career that he doesn't really have any any missteps. Not to say it is that it's impossible, but it's been a it's been a while since we've had a like a bad Ryan Reynolds outing. That's <clears throat> that's arguable, and I only say that because of the fact that. I was watching, sort of watching an interview with Seth Green the other day, and he was talking, about, and somebody was talking to him about all his successes and the fact that, you know, with the Austin Powers franchise was good and, you know, him having Robot Chicken and all the other stuff he was doing and creating and saying, like, oh, yeah, you've had all these successes and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, that's cool, but when you really think about it, people focus on my successes in this scenario, but I've had way more failures than they remember the successes because I've had a whole bunch of shit that I thought would be cool that completely flopped that I thought was good. And then I have other shit that I just do and I don't really know what it's going to be. And it ends up blowing up that kind of thing. So I think even with Ryan Reynolds, he has so much shit that really didn't hit, but the shit that he has that's hit, it's hit really big in some way. And I almost think he's the same way because when I think about really, if if I'm like, yeah, if I decided to have a Ryan Reynolds day and just watch a whole bunch of his movies, I think that there's going to be a ton of things. And I'm like, this is trash. Look, I don't disagree. I'm talking about, I'm just, I'm, I was talking specifically in recent. But that's what I'm kind of thinking of, though. What does he have as a recent? I'm saying since like, of- like the catastrophic Green Lantern, for example, right? Like, I can only think of the Deadpools. So what else am I missing? That That's what, fill me in. So you got the Deadpools. Did you see Barry? No, I still haven't watched oh, man, it yet. You gotta watch Buried. So you got the Deadpool's, you got Buried, you got obviously this free guy, you got Hitman's Bodyguard. I guess. I, you didn't like Hitman's Bodyguard? I did not like it is completely forgettable for me. I don't remember shit about that movie. That's I'm not why saying I didn't it was it. I'm not I'm saying he ain't had another fucking like bomb where niggas was like, yo, so you're just saying this bomb. Ryan Reynolds movie. Okay. His ass. Yeah, he okay. ain't had another one of those. So you're just looking for a complete bomb. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying he's done enough quality control in his picks to not have another one of those, to not get panned again. 
R.I.P.D. That was when was that? I think that was before Green Lantern. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. What? No, the fuck it wasn't. I feel like I have a ticket for R.I.P.D. over here. Uh-uh. Hold on. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You know what? Them bitches came out real close to each other. Now that I think about it. 2013? R.I.P.D. Just... R.I.P.D. was 2013. What year was Green Lantern? Green Lantern was like 2011 or something. Holy shit. Where are you, Green Lantern? Where are you? Green Lantern. <laughs> Man, let's fuck up. It don't even show up in his top shits for uh, his on his IMDb. Like, nigga, don't, don't put that up front. Right. <laughs> yeah, put that to the back, dog. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Jesus Christ, he has done so much. Green Lantern's 2011. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you had that. I didn't watch the... Almost. You know what? I think I did watch the change up, but I didn't dislike it. Right. And he had... Safe House with Denzel. Yeah. I don't don't really remember too much about that. I'm sure I watched it once. I still didn't watch the voices yet because I have, like, that tucked to the side. I ain't um, even heard of that shit. I don't know what the captive is. I don't remember that either. Mississippi Grind. I have actually seen, of all things, you talk about some random shit, because I know you ain't seen that, and I've seen that. It's, it's a him. movie where he's he's gambling in Mississippi. I want to say, I want to say, old boy from, God damn it. He's another one of them. He's either British or Australian dudes that was in. The dude that was the main villain in Rogue One. And I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Right now, duh. I don't know why I just don't click on Mississippi Grind and be like, yeah, him. Uh, Ben Mendelsohn. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn was in and basically like he met Ben Mendelsohn and they were talking and like Ben Mendelsohn, I think was kind of like an alcoholic or something and he had been gambling a lot and they were there gambling in like these casinos or whatever the fuck in Mississippi. It was more of a drama or anything. It wasn't terrible, but I don't really remember it. And why I watched it, I think it was just some random shit I ran into and I was like, Fuck it. Let me see what this is. So it was one of those. I don't know what the fuck wrong. Woman in Gold is. Selfless. I did not watch yet. I didn't either. So I said that may be arguable. And then I got all this Deadpool shit in a row. <laughs> Deadpool, a Deadpool, 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 Christmas, Deadpool. <laughs> right. Some movie named Criminal. Did he star in that? No, I think Kevin Costner actually starred in that. But he was still, he had to be at least part in that. So... Oh, life. Life didn't. Life was not. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. It was cool. But even though he wasn't. I was about to spoil it, but you know what? Fuck it. If you ain't seen life by now, you ain't going to see four years after the fact. (laughs) You ain't going to see it. I'm trying to think who. No, because it was. Ryan got killed early, right? Or was it Gyllenhaal? One of the two of them was supposed to, you figure it was going to be the star, but they were gone pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them niggas died fast, though. I think it was Gyllenhaal. Yeah. All right. And so then then we get to Hitman's Bodyguard and then all the other shit that came more recent. So, yeah, you may mostly have a point. Like I said, I think he might still be kind of almost running a 50-50 scenario. 
50 50 ain't good. <laughs> and, and, and even though we don't really count it as much, but yeah, Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. And I was going to say Six Underground, which I didn't dislike, but I mean, it wasn't like. For what, of what I saw, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like, yeah. Yeah. I just don't remember what the fuck happened. Something stopped me in, in mid, like mid track through the movie. Yeah, I would say that. I don't even really recall. I, I was just, I knew I was watching some Michael Bay shit. Then that's how I was spending my Saturday evening. And that's what it was. Understood. The last thing that I saw of interest was I, I've, I watched the final season of Shameless since it was like all out and done. And I know it's been done for a little while, but I just didn't want to bother until it was complete. And then with the level of content and the amount of content that we have to consume to keep up for this fucking show and also to like not get shit spoiled and fall behind on shit, it's tough. If you don't watch something like right then, I have the hardest time revisiting and going back to shit. So I finally found the time, kind of made the time to finish out that story because I did want to see how that shit ended. And I can't lie, like... So anybody, anybody who's listening or watching who has seen Shameless or finished Shameless, I feel like we only got like half a final season. Granted, it could have been the same amount of episodes as every other season. I just felt like very much like we didn't get the end of the story for any of these characters. And it was a little bit frustrating. It was, it was kind of anticlimactic. And of course they were dealing with the fucking pandemic and shit because the same thing happened to supernatural but it is definitely super frustrating that this thing has affected the entertainment in this way where like motherfuckers have to greatly alter whatever their plans were this very well could have been a thing where they might have just not had a great plan for the end but like a show like supernatural they discussed what they had planned and how they wanted to do the final season, but absolutely couldn't because that was like the peak pandemic during shutdown with super restrictions on everything and they had to completely alter their shit. I don't know if the same thing happened with Shameless. The way that it's shot and played out, it doesn't look like that, but I just felt like we got a lackluster ending to something that has been pretty strong for 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks, right? Well, yeah, unfortunate. Let me know what y'all thought if you saw the shit. Uh, if you haven't seen the shit, lower your expectations for the final season because it feel like it's going somewhere and then it doesn't, and then all of a sudden it's over. And since it's the final season, nigga, there ain't no pickup and see how shit goes next year. God knows, ten seasons of it is on Netflix right now. This much is true, so you definitely can go and get it popping over there. I'll consider it. For sure. What if we got another one of those episodes? We got the Marvel Zombies episode, which, I mean, it didn't really move me, to be honest with y'all. Like, none of these what if episodes have, like, blew my mind or really made a big difference, like, in how I feel about whatever is going on over at Marvel. I don't know. It was just, they all have just kind of happened. Some of the episodes have been better than the others, and some of them have definitely been kind of mediocre this one was just an, just another low-key right in the middle ass episode and i i get what you were saying completely that you know the what ifs is like one off you know what i'm saying one one issue type joints i get it 
But I think in that short form, you know what I'm saying, 20-something minutes that they getting these bitches off is just like they not doing enough. Well, again, like I said, and that may be the case realistically, but if you're just evaluating it based on the idea of they're just saying, hey, here's a glimpse of what something would be like if this happened instead, it's kind of like to tantalize you, but I don't really know if they're going for big points of finality with a lot of it. Cause like I said, I'd never got that impression with the comics. Well, they're doing, well, they're doing season two, which they announced. And the whole thing is the way that not all of them, but the way that most of the episodes end, it's like they leave them all at an ending point of you wanting the next chapter in that. Yeah, but I mean, that's... Is that yeah. how the comics were? Yeah, because it was still nothing but a slice of, hey, what if this happened? We have one issue to kind of give you an idea of what it would be like instead. And there was some kind of finality to it, but it still left it open where it's just like, hey, just just imagine. And that's it. And they moved on. Hmm. So I get it. But yeah, I'm not looking at what if to be like, yeah, it's a real... Like, I'm not looking at it to be like a, else, you know, if I say Elseworlds and I'm talking DC, but I'm not looking for it to be really a thing of the, the multi-dimensional shit and saying like, hey, here's the multiverse and here's what's happening in that, in that particular pocket. And so, yeah, enjoy this. It's more like, nah, you can have a glimpse at it, but especially with even with it being multiverse related and with the Watcher, it was always still kind of presented still as a, just what if, just, just imagine. Cause that's, that's all they ever did was a lot of times just mixing shit up and saying, what if so-and-so became so-and-so? What if Spider-Man was the Punisher? And what if, you know, the Punisher was the Incredible Hulk? You know what I'm saying? Just stupid shit just to kind of be like, hey, here, here's a play on something that you'll never see any other time. Enjoy. Now we're on to the next issue. So I get it, but I, I'm not looking for, for finality in any of that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I don't think I can be super hype about these joints and i know and i know you're not either so i mean yeah. it's just kind of one of the things where it's like all right <laughs> like it's the, cool it's, like, yeah, it's like, in like, between yeah, like, thing yeah yeah just, definitely an in between thing because i will take so here yeah here's comparatively speaking i will take more additional marvel content before i will take more additional star wars content only because i feel like star wars has disappointed me way too much did you not to, watch the bad batch I have watched virtually nothing. You figure I got Disney Plus for the idea of saying, hey, I got The Simpsons and I got all this Marvel shit that's supposed to be coming. And then I'm like, plus, I got all this Star Wars shit and I don't watch any of it. I feel you. So it's not that I don't want to, but I guess maybe it really has to be some rainy day shit. Like I tried to start watching Rebels. I never initially started. Like I started originally when, when the Clone Wars started back on cartoon network like i watched maybe the first season and was partially into the second season i never finished any of that so let alone when they finally concluded it again it's hard for me to go into this to be like yeah let me watch some more shit about what anakin was doing i don't give a fuck about what anakin was doing give me some goddamn stories that have nothing to do with the fucking skywalkers yeah so you got that so then you got the bad batch which is still offshoot but then at the same time it's like it's still based on that era of dealing with the Clone Wars and with, so it's like Rebels was the first thing that I was like, hey, this has nothing to do with that. They had Resistance, which I had bought the DVDs of and 
still never really watched. So you think I would get more into that, but my issue is always still with animated shit anyway. I start watching something animated, it almost immediately makes, makes me fall asleep. Strictly because of the fact that I just love animation. It's very relaxing to me. So it's really hard for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to charge through this shit. So out of all the things that are there, there's so much content that's there. But again, it's hard for, I feel like they've just fucked up the timeline so much and having so many shoddy stories and things that they tried to make canon and still dwelling in, in like digging in the same well for material than anything that Marvel does in that same regard where it's like, I'll take this just because of the fact that they're at least building their continuity for real and not just all over the place with the shit. Right. So that that's my thing. So like I said, what if it's just, it's something in between before, you know, Hawkeye or whatever the fuck else next comes up or whatever movie comes up. It's, it's a fine, because they're not, they're still not oversaturating their market with Marvel shit, no matter how much you try to think of it. Because if you're still dropping movies and you still have some shows every now and then, that's still it. That's, it's not a, it's not a, a fucking litany of, of so many things just all over the place. It's There's a lot of things there, but there it, it still doesn't feel like overkill for me. I dig it. No, no, no. This is actually, I mean, shit, since getting shit started, this is the first show that's happening at the same time that a movie is releasing and shit. Because, right. you know, WandaVision was just the only Marvel shit we were getting at the time. The same with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. It was all we had. Loki, all we had. Then we got Black Widow. Now we get What If, and we got Shang-Chi, and then we know we got Eternals right around the corner. Not to mention, the Sony Marvel shit is all happening too. So it's like we're at the point right now where we're getting like a ramp up. Right, but it's so, it's still not even all the same not, medium. Yeah. So that's what helps it. And um, no, Jerry, I have not officially seen the clips for the uh, the animation, uh, the anime version of Star Wars. I forgot what it's called. I said... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I do plan on watching it or seeing what's up with it, but again, I don't know how far I'm actually going to make it through it, but I do like fresh takes on it, so everything that I've seen before that was actually anime-based with Star Wars as far as animation, I feel like it's a better place to be because they actually can make the action be a lot more intense than what they've actually done in the movies. So that's that's one thing. That's one thing definitively, so I will be checking for it. But, yeah, can't think of the name of it right now, but um, <laughs> it is... Uh, I'm pretty sure I was right. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, man. Star Wars. That shit is fucking funny, man. Wow. Star Wars, what is it called? Yeah, fuck it. Oh, Visions. Star Wars Visions. Mm. That's very unanime sounding. Right. Zash the Stampede, on the other hand. <laughs> right. Shit. While I'm thinking about it, goddamn, we got shit. So going going forward, coming out of the what if Shang-Chi ramp up, now we get to finish out what if we get Venom, we get Eternals, then we get Spider-Man. I feel like we got I feel like we got a decent little potential string of of comic movie shit to wrap up the year with. Yeah. And then we get to jump right into Doctor Strange. I guess I don't know when that's coming. Early 21. I mean oh. early 22. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So I think I think I'm looking forward to that more than I am anything else that's coming on the current pipeline. Mm. So you got to make me know it by the time I actually see it. We'll see. Yeah, I'm hyped for a trailer. Because probably when I go home today, I'll probably watch. Uh, maybe I'll watch What If. Now I do want to finish what watching if Green. You Land. don't. But yeah, Greenland. I started watching. Like I said, I start, started watching Greenland last night. Are you hip to what? Not it is? at all. Okay, so that was the one that I still confused with uh, Geostorm. Even though I told you, I actually wasn't in, right. entertained by okay. Geostorm, even though it didn't get good reviews. Geostorm was fine. Two Gerard Butler movies. Greenland got better reviews, but then in, at least initially in watching it, I get it now. Like it's been pretty intense, and like it's it's held my attention fully. Even though me watching it late as fuck. So what it is, it's it's basically one of the situations that you know so many movies are based in disaster films, so to speak. And I don't know so much that this is being built as like a disaster film. It's more of a like a an apocalyptic survival film, even though it hasn't gotten to that point yet. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself because I haven't even made it that 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 far. What it is is there's a comet that's supposed to only be passing by Earth. And then there's fragments of the comet that are broken off to which, of course, as they're doing the news feeds, they're saying, yeah, you know, these are probably burned up in the atmosphere. And then there's like, hey, well, there's another piece that broke off and it's not something that's just going to burn up in the atmosphere, but they assume that it's going to hit the water to which they're waiting for the shit to hit the water. And it don't hit the water. It hits part of Florida as it should. (laughs) So... It hits some city in Florida, some famous city basically fucks everything up. Like the shockwave is felt like massively. So Gerard Butler and uh, his wife, played by Morena Baccarin, Deadpool's bitch. Who is just a god. She didn't look that good in this movie, though. They probably did that on purpose. Maybe. Or maybe. Because I ain't never seen her not be fired. Or Or maybe she hit that proverbial wall. Maybe. Anyway. That was racist. And so they have this kid that's, I guess, I'm assuming type one diabetic because he's got he's got to take his insulin and shit, blah, 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 whatever. But he's only like maybe five or six. So anyway, so they're supposed to be having this party. They're actually supposed to be estranged. So, you know, it always has to be that thing of like they can't just be happy. Has to be some kind of tension. Of course. So they're estranged. The comets, you know, like I said, or, you know, the piece of the the asteroid is, is coming through. But again, everybody's assuming it's going to be fine. He gets sent to the store. As he's at the store, he gets this call on his phone. It sounds like an Amber Alert. And it basically says, and he answers the phone. And it's basically like, yeah, basically you, your wife, and your son have been chosen to go to one of these shelter sites and report to this Air Force base. And the shit even pops up on their screen at home and shit. But his wife's not paying attention at first and they're supposed to be having this party. So by the time that he gets back home, he gets the call again, like, yo, you're supposed to go to this shelter, pack one bag for your family and report to this air force base to go to the shelter. But then this time when they're hearing it and it pops up on the TV, all of his friends and their families and shit are at the party. So they see this shit like nigga, how come I ain't get this call? Why y'all getting it? Kind of thing. Damn. So, he has to leave there. So they're leaving. They got to pack up to go to the Air Force base with the idea that like they've been chosen. Nobody else has been chosen. And that fucking first piece hit Florida and they're expecting more pieces to start hitting the earth in random spots. Oh, so this shit. is the idea for the survival of this shit. But then 
where I left off, and this is still is a spoiler because this is still like really setting up the whole thing. The thing was is that apparently when they got there and their kid pulled his uh, blanket out of the bag, so he dropped all this medicine with the insulin and shit inside of the bag. So when they go to report to go get on the plane, they're like, yo, we're missing his meds and shit. And they seem to like, so what's up with that? And he's like, he's diabetic. And they're like, oh shit, I don't know how you made it through screening because anybody with any kind of chronic illness, no, we're not taking them. Basically turning the motherfuckers around. But Gerard had already went back to the car to go get the, the shit. So they kind of got separated. So that's when shit's basically, it's basically really setting off then where basically they're now separated and trying to deal with this shit that fragments are coming. Plus they're not allowed to get on these planes to go wherever the shelter is. And that's basically where I left off, but that's the premise of the shit. Is this, this, this a show or a No, this uh, is a movie. movie. This is a movie oh, okay. that came out in, I want to see the so last year of 2019. It's on you to describe 48 minutes of activity. It was a good portion of it in, but I mean, that's just really the setup. That's crazy. All right, well, yeah. For, where, uh, where was it at? Uh, or did you H- download it? No, it's HBO Max. Oh, well, shit, nigga, I'm gonna watch that shit this weekend. Fuck all the bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I have nothing else unless you have. Other than, so we were gonna talk about this week, and I was gonna say something about my trip to Kokomo Toys in Kokomo, Indiana. Oh, um, yeah, it's going. It's it's sort of I don't want to say it's a famous toy store, but it's definitely a known toy store. I mean, the Beach Boys got a song about it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? You're you're making me have flashbacks to a conversation I had that day. So anyway, nonetheless, we'll talk about that off here. So, it, it's there in this little town, Kokomo, Indiana. It's on a street called Geek Street. It's really just like a it's a fucking small block. And there's like bookstores on there. There's a comic book store. I guess the way my friend found out about this was on a show on Amazon called A Toy Store Near You. And they review all these different toy stores around the world, that kind of thing. So that's how we got hip to it. And we went out there. Didn't get a lot because I didn't really have any money. But I will have some money next week, supposedly, unless I use that on hookers and blow. So I'm planning on going there again next Friday before we do the show. So that way we have way more to talk about. And, you know, show what we got and came back with and all that good shit. But, yeah, it, it basically, it it really caters to a lot of the newer collectors for things. Like, I mean, they had fucking a whole just, like, there's a, a case or multiple cases that goes the length of the store. That's nothing but fucking Funko Pops. And then they still have part of another row of just more fucking Funko Pops oh of God. all various sizes all in that bitch. And I'm, I'm not into that, but of course I say this for Watts because he's into that shit. Come and then as far on, as all of the the Marvel figures and the DC figures, they're all up in there. All of the fucking busts and statues you could think of, they have all aligned in these walls and all up on the tops of the shelves and shit. Um, all old shit, all new shit. Like they have cases of everything. Pretty much anything you could think of if it existed as a toy, they have some of it there. Old you shit, old Transformers. Like I said, all of the Marvel figures there in some either loose form or still in package. So it's one of those things where definitely if you're looking for shit and it was from some from some years ago and you don't have one, you could possibly find it there at least loose. And I'm all good for that because I put all my shelves up and shit anyway where I have everything loose. So I'm not all about keeping everything in a package. So they have all of that shit. And, you know, anything think of Star Wars, a bunch of older stuff. I was really tempted because they had the the little mini 
brick versions of like, no, no, they were just regular action figure versions of Run DMC, but they were all $20 a piece. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm really trying to pay $60 to get Run, you know, Run, J and DMC just to have them sit on the shelf. Like maybe, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it on the trip back. See, I might do that. If you would have got the Funkos. <laughs> <laughs> but the Funkos ain't the same. I don't like Funkos. I, I like action figures. I like my shit to be proportioned, not all this big head shit. That's just me. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying I, I got I got the whole run DMC, including Jam Master J, you know what I'm saying, for like twenty eight dollars. I feel you, but they're fun codes though. And they in a they in a cool little collectible box <laughs> stacked up in a triangular pattern on the shelf next to a book about hip hop. I feel it. Plus they have a they have a pretty good section of all of the lifelike figures or like more statues and shit because they had a Oh, did they have hot toys? I'm sure they did in some oh, form. Oh man, Hot Toys fire! Because they had they had a bunch of shit. like they had some they had a Michael Jackson from Thriller and from Beat It, the you know straight lifelike shit. Because at first I thought they were the old dolls that we had in the '80s. Because I did have a I had a a Beat It one and I had the one from what he was wearing at the American Music Awards. But I have virtually none of the clothes, so I think I have like halfway two naked Michael Jacksons in in my mother's attic or some shit. But nonetheless, so yeah, we plan on going back out there, actually making some, some purchases and some cool shit to be able to show y'all on the live stream and talk about on next week's episode and all that. And I might have some gaming shit I want to talk about, but I'm not going to do it now because it's it's just too early to bitch about it. And it's just more bitching issues with Grand Theft Auto and the stuff that they're planning on doing fairly soon. But, but yeah, the Kokomo shit should be dope, especially if we make it there, just so we have some like goodies and shit to show and talk about but yeah i think that's about it wrap that shit the fuck up wrap that shit <laughs> wrap up that shit up b the day i took it off the fucking board but yeah yeah so uh, you know i think one of these days i'm gonna show y'all the funko collection though you know what i'm saying because your boy got the pop game on lock though you know what i'm saying i feel like i got some dope ones i got the heat we out here in these streets you know what you're right you did that did, does remind me about the fact that we should have been doing that more for like we talked about for the uh, the youtube and or the instagram shit so i need mm -hmm. to do more actually taking the videos on my show so that way we can put that up part of the shit so yeah yeah, yeah for up. sure okay. all right yeah we're gonna we're gonna quit fucking up you know what i'm saying and get to the shit but it's just about time i have a birthday dinner i'm sure vig wants to go and be wild and young and free on his sat day and, yeah, uh, in the crib in my drawers where most of y'all wish y'all could be, like me. Pretty much, because I'm probably be wishing the same thing while I'm sitting eating some food that I probably don't like. But, you know, shit be happening. You know what I'm saying? You do what you do for your family. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, it's a... But that's going to wrap it up for another five episode of Blurs and Clips. As always, if you want to holler at us, send us your questions, concerns, comments, and show topics to blurredsandclips at gmail.com. As always, we appreciate y'all for tapping in where you can catch us live right here and interact with the show. You can comment, blah, 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 and talk to us while we stream on Twitch every Saturday. We also are on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure y'all catching the content. And if you just listen to us on all audio, we appreciate y'all rocking with us wherever you get podcasts fed into your ear portal. As always, I am BKA Watts because you niggas don't know my first name. Joined by Vigatron999. And I hope you have a great day. And, you know, tell your mom I'm thinking about her. Me too. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll catch y'all nigga next week and we out there, bitch. <laughs>